So today's gospel reading, still, it's almost, every time I read it, it's like, the Lord's not going to really say this, is he? Is this really where he's going to go with this? Let's just go through this account because it's unbelievable how this account kind of rolls out for us, in front of us. First of all, a Canaanite woman, a Gentile woman, okay, comes to the Lord with a daughter that's demon-possessed. That's sad. And the Lord's compassionate, full of mercy. And she says, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. And the Lord heals her. No. He doesn't even answer the question. Or the request, no answer, it says. Then uh, the, the disciples are bothered by her, so they say, send her away. For she's crying after us. She's bothering us. This woman with a demon-possessed daughter, this Gentile. And then he answers, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. And then she kneels down and says, Lord, help me. And then he says, you would think at that moment, okay, he's going to help her. No, he says, it is not fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the do is he gonna, it's almost like he's not going to say that is he yes and then she says even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table and jesus turned and said oh woman great is your faith be it done to you as you desire And her daughter was healed instantly. So the beauty of this is that Lord knows all along the way that she's going to stay with him. He knows that this woman has deep faith and deep trust in the mercy of God. And however far he wants to take her, she's going to go. She's not going to get up and walk away. He could have probably gone two or three more steps down the road and she would have still stayed present with that. So... What is this? What's this gospel account about? Uh, About many things, but one, it's about first having faith and trust in the mercy of God. And she had faith and trust in the mercy of God because she had a daughter that no one else could make better, and she knew this was the only place she could go to have that daughter healed. Mercy defined as this, compassion, forbearance, the act of divine favor, a grace, a benevolence, goodwill, generous in forgiveness, overlooking the faults of others. This is mercy. This is defined in the dictionary. That's how mercy is looked upon. And so what is this mercy uh, that she had such trust in? I wanted to just read a few verses from the scriptures for us to understand mercy and to begin to trust in it and begin to have a, a grasp that it's, it's, for, it's everlasting. 
It's, it's the strength that God continues to pour out upon all of us. First, the Lord's long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquities and transgressions. This is, uh, as he said, speaks to Moses about the children of Israel. The Lord is long-suffering, abundant in mercy. How much mercy does God have? It's abundant. This much? This much? More. It's abundant. It doesn't run out. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's beyond us. It's eternal. And then David's psalm. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. How long does this abundant mercy last? It keeps coming. Does it ever stop coming? Has God ever not been merciful to you? Has it seemed at times like he's not been? Has it seemed at times like he's ignored you? It like seemed at times you were, you were uh, pushed aside by others? Seemed at times that you may even be belittled? And so what is what does his mercy ever stop? It's always coming. It's making the next move, making the next step, following the, the way of the Canaanite woman, never believing that the next good step pours upon me that mercy that I'm waiting for, the next good step. Mercy and truth have met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other, Psalm 85. You know, it was interesting when I was talking to Father Richard about this verse, he said, you know what that verse refers to? It verses refers to the cross. Because when mercy and truth came together, the truth is that we're sinners. But guess what happens to sinners that repent? Mercy. That's where it meets. In our sin and our unworthiness, God meets it with mercy. In the truth of our sinfulness and, dis and disregard for him and things that we have fallen, that what meets there is mercy. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, Psalm 100. The Lord says this to us, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. So we, we are engaging this idea that for, even for us, we are to be merciful. God is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, Ephesians, St. Paul's letter. Rich in mercy. So let's go back. Abundant in mercy. In mercy endures forever. Truth and, truth and mercy meet. God's mercy is everlasting. He, and it's, he's rich in mercy. And that mercy is given and uh, obtained by us. Because of his love for mankind. So for us to understand this, to trust in the mercy of God, to, to understand that he is continually pouring this mercy out on us. I, I have this vision that there's a bucket in heaven. And that bucket says mercy. And it's always tipped. It never goes the other way. It's always tipped. It's always pouring out. 
It's always, so how do you get it? Humility. The Canaanite woman. She shows us, how do you obtain this mercy? How do you get to feel this mercy? Through humility. You walk back through that situation that she was in and how she responded to the Lord. It was, do you remember there was, when I was growing up, there was a game called Limbo. And it was a game where you stuck a, a stick across and everybody would have to go under the stick like this. You know, and the real limber guys could get way down and get that stick and go really low. So the question in limbo was how low can you go? Well, this is the question for us. How low can we go? How, because God is... If you look at what he asked the mother, the Canaanite woman to do, what did he ask her to do? To keep going lower. And what did she do? She kept going lower. And what did she get? Mercy. You see that, how important this lesson is to us? This isn't just that God kind of put this lady in a very difficult position and we saw her faith. No, we saw that she trusted in the mercy of God and that she could turn here and, uh, and receive this incredible blessing from the Lord. Um, so in the middle of a problem that's not answered, rebuked, discouraged by others, dismissed and belittled, she still stays the course and receives the mercy of God. Now, here's the point for me. And this is really critical because each of us along this path has stopped at one of those points. Well, I said my problem to the Lord and he didn't hear me. You ever felt that way? So I'm not going to ask him again. So I'm just going to go my way and I'm going to resent God. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be upset because he has not answered my question. That's not humility. That's not how you obtain it. Okay, we'll say maybe I go to the next spot. I get no answer. But then somebody discourages me. Somebody pushes me away. Like Job's uh, accusers. Something's wrong with you, Job. You must be something wrong with you. So maybe I sit there and get upset at my accusers. Maybe no, I, maybe I won't. I'm not upset at God, but the people that are telling me to go away, those are the people now that I'm upset about. I stop there, you see? I stop. I don't go to the next spot. Have you ever done that? Just got mad at people that were in your life, that were belittling you, bothering you? Raise your hand if it's ever happened to you. If your hand's not up, you're a liar. And a thief. Yes, we stop there. You see what happens to us? God's not answering us. People are bothering me. We're being dis distracted from the real goal. That's obtaining mercy. Well, maybe, maybe we even feel dismissed by God. Ignored by God. Maybe, maybe we even get to that point. God's not heard me. People are abusing me. I keep begging God to help me, and I get no help. Do we get there? Do we stop there? Do we stop there and begin to get angry? 
resentful, jealous, ang- uh, with rancor, with e- even rage comes out on us sometimes in those places? No. And then, to be completely and feeling belittled by God himself, by the Lord himself. There must be something wrong with me. I'm so, so unworthy of this, maybe I'll just walk away. And then I go away with resentment. That my, that my prayer has not been heard. You see how, how this progression is for us? It's a, real, it's a real test for us to see, have I ever stopped along this path and not continue to believe in the mercy of God? You remember what the mercy of God is like? It's abundant, endures forever, it's everlasting, and it's, he's rich in it. It never stops coming to us, beloved. So today, may we be believers, partakers in the mercy of God, and never, never stop moving in that direction. If the Lord wants me to go lower, Lord, help me go lower. What if you can't go lower? Then ask him to help you go lower. I remember Bishop Joseph was here one day. He said, I want, you, I want this church to be competitive. And what? He says, yes, I want to see who could be the most humble. Good. There's a good place to be competitive. Humility. So for us, beloved, as we journey into this place of humility, which is restful and full of the joy of God, also for us is poured up upon us abundant mercy. I want you to have that vision of that bucket in heaven. It's got mercy on us. And which way is it tipped? Always that way. Always coming down. Never failing. Everlasting. Rich in mercy. So may God bless us as he did the beloved, blessed Canaanite woman uh, with abundant mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.